Welcome to this special Christmas Eve service. My name is Catherine Elsden, together with Bethany Russell and Selena Bayshard. I am delighted to join with you tonight in worship. Please, if you're able, sing along with the hymns. A song sheet for tonight's hymns was emailed to the congregation and is available on our Facebook page and website. And please also come prepared with a candle for the singing of Silent Night. Though we cannot come together in worship, we are together in spirit. So come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, come to Bethlehem once again to behold the baby, born the king of angels. Come, let us adore him. poet Anne Weems wrote, what I'd really like to give you for Christmas is a star, brilliance in a package, something you could keep in the pocket of your genes or in the pocket of your being. Tonight as we gather by the light of a candle, the light of our Christmas trees, we remember the opening words of John's gospel. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God, all things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. 
On this Christmas Eve, we tremble in wonder. As we remember together, God entered our world in the body of a poor child, born on a dark night in a chilly stable, with only a manger for his bed. God entered the world and took on human form to show us how to live in hope, peace, joy, and love. Tonight, the Christ candle is burning, and it reminds us of the star above the stable. We celebrate light coming into the shadows. We give thanks for the brilliance of stars, for the birth of Jesus Christ, God with us, and we sing glory to God in the highest. Let us pray. 
Gracious Lord, you guided the Holy Family to Bethlehem. They were turned away from hospitality, yet found shelter in a lowly stable. We come to you with the same humility, despite our baggage and uncertain about what lies ahead. You welcome us into your presence, reminding us that we are loved. We come to you within our human frailty, just as your son Jesus entered the world as an infant, guarded by shepherds and extolled by angels. Bless us and strengthen us with your spirit, this night and always. Amen. It came upon the midnight clear that glorious song of old from angels bending near the earth to touch their harps of gold. Peace on the earth, goodwill to all from heaven's all gracious King. The Let's open our hearts and minds to hear again the good news in the story of Christ's birth as told in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 to 14. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their towns to be registered 
Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living their fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid for see, I bring you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace, goodwill among all people. May God bless to our understanding these words of Holy Scripture. Amen. We still our hearts and minds to enter into a time of prayer, bringing our joys and our sorrows before God. In the stillness of this night, we have gathered, O God, to celebrate the birth of the Christ child, to join our voices with the choirs of angels, to come with shepherds to the stable and wonder at this Christmas miracle. With us, we bring the hurt and hopes of our world. In this holiday season, we remember neighbors who are unemployed. We remember those in our midst who have little to sing about, all who are lonely, down or anxious. We remember all who face the harsh reality of oppression, prisoners, refugees, exiles. We remember all who are hungry for food, for hope, for your presence. We pray especially this day for those who are grieving, those who are ill, and those who during this pandemic must work on the front lines 
Even through the shadows of our world, O oh God, shines the light of your promise. The angel's heavenly music floats o'er all the weary world. With these prayers, we add our prayer for the Church of Jesus, that we might truly be an inclusive community of love and faith. We pray for all in power and authority, that they may be led in their decision-making by justice and peace. For ourselves, God, we ask for perseverance in these trying times and the strength to live the love of Christmas. Abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel, the still calm night and always. Amen. Joy, 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 glad tidings of great joy, for through God's holy incarnation, Christ is born for our salvation. Joy, 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 glad tidings. Running to the window, Scrooge opened it and puts out his head. No fog, no mist, clear, bright, jovial, stirring cold. Cold piping for the blood to dance to. Golden sunlight, heavenly sky, sweet, fresh air, merry bells. Oh, glorious, glorious. What's today, my fine fellow? cried Scrooge, calling down to a boy in Sunday clothes. Today, replied the boy, why, Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day, says Scrooge to himself. I haven't missed it. These are the words of joy Scrooge proclaims after his great journey of self-discovery has come to an end. If you missed the weeks of Advent here at Bethel Maidstone United Church, we've been following Scrooge on his transforming journey through the story of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol with the help of Matt Rawls' study book, The Redemption of Scrooge. We met Scrooge on the first Sunday of Advent, alone, miserly, and miserable, scorning Christmas and the spirit of generosity and compassion that comes with it. On Christmas Eve, the story goes, Scrooge is visited by four spirits. First, the ghost of his deceased business partner, Jacob Marley, followed by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. Each of these ghosts have their own unique character and a unique lesson for Scrooge and for us. From the ghost of Christmas past, we learn to make peace with our mistakes and regrets, knowing that God redeems our past. From the ghost of Christmas present, we learn, along with Scrooge, that the true gift of Christmas is love, no matter how simple or untraditional our celebrations. And from the ghost of Christmas to come, we learn to find hope for the future, in the steadfast assurance that God is with us. By the end of this ordeal, Scrooge has come to understand and embrace the true spirit of the season. Scrooge discovers compassion by his experiences with Tiny Tim and Bob Cratchit. He discovers joy attending Fezziwig's Christmas Eve party. He is reconciled with his family. Scrooge, earlier in the novel, is invited to Christmas dinner with his nephew, Fred, 
His response, bah humbug, and a curt good afternoon. But by the end of the novel, Scrooge goes to Fred's Christmas dinner and pokes his head in the dining room door. I've come to dinner, he says. Will you let me in, Fred? Fred more than lets him in. Scrooge is made to feel at home within five minutes and a wonderful party ensues. Scrooge's character has changed so completely that at the end of the novel, he commits himself to improving the lives of those in need, offering donations and gifts, indeed to the Cratchit family as well. The closing lines of the novel read like this. It was always said of Scrooge that he knew how to keep Christmas well. If any man alive possessed the knowledge, may that be truly said of us and all of us. Compassion, generosity, reconciliation, love, and joy. These are the hallmarks of keeping Christmas well. So what does it mean for us to keep Christmas well? This year especially, when so many of our Christmas traditions are restricted because of the pandemic. More than keeping Christmas well, it can feel like we're just trying to keep it together this Christmas. It's hard to feel festive when we are not able to engage with the people and the rituals that we cherish. And yet, this pandemic has demonstrated exactly what Scrooge had to learn. That all of humanity is inextricably linked one to another. My welfare is tied to yours and yours to mine. The choices that I make have an impact on others in the present and in the future. This pandemic has called on each one of us to make choices, not just in our own immediate best interest, but in the interest of others. We haven't been able to do exactly what we've wanted. We've had to wear masks and delay trips and change our shopping habits and not see people we love at Christmas time. And we do it not just to protect ourselves, but to protect the most vulnerable among us, our elders, our frontline workers, those with pre-existing health conditions. In A Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens drives home the point that the spirit of Christmas is a spirit of generosity, compassion, and care for our neighbor. So in a way, by canceling our festivities and staying at home, we may actually be doing the most Christmassy thing of all, prioritizing the welfare of the vulnerable and loving our neighbor as ourselves. That is how we keep Christmas well throughout the year. Christmas reminds us that God is to be found in a baby, born to young parents without a roof over their heads. God is to be found in a refugee child like Jesus who flees to Egypt with his family. God is to be found in feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, visiting the prisoner, welcoming the stranger, and caring for the sick. Jesus says when we serve the most vulnerable, we serve him. Keeping Christmas well this year does look very different, but the spirit is the same. The compassionate, generous, self-giving spirit of Christ animates this season. In this season of long nights and short days, may the twinkling lights strung up on our homes and churches remind us of his light. May the evergreens of our trees and wreaths and garland remind us that God's story is one of life, 
even when there's little life to be seen out there. May the carols we sing remind us of the angels' announcement and adoration. May it be said of us and all of us that even in trying times, we knew how to keep Christmas well. And may, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. Amen.
truly he taught us to love one another his law is love and his gospel is peace chain shall he break for the slave is our brother and in his name all oppression shall cease sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise we let all within us praise his holy name I invite you, if you are able, to join me in lighting a candle. May it represent the light of Christ, shining calm and bright, encircling each one of us on this silent, holy night. Peace. 
Merry Christmas, and may God bless us, everyone. Amen.